0: You need to try seducing people more.
1: (laughs) Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dyser, and this week I'm joined by fellow baffle gabbers Ian Whittington. That's me. And Danae Hughes. Fired. We write for CinemaSins, Sins, TV Sins, Commercial Sins, and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. Uh, how's everybody doing on this fine day? This fine, fine day. Going on a trip on my favorite <laughs> rocket ship because I got
0: a new one, and I'm gonna keep mentioning my new Star Trek ship that I got because I'm so happy that I love it. Uh, was that Little
1: Einstein's? I have no idea. I've I, just seen it memed I I think a think lot. That's I don't know what it's Einstein's. from. Little Einstein's. Little Einstein's. Yeah, my boys used to, watch. I Might just be. didn't know, I didn't think that was your generation, like growing up, oh, so, of course not. so no, I was I was kind of no, confused, no, no. like how you knew Little Einsteins.
0: Uh, well, yeah, no, I wouldn't, because even my tenure at Toys R Us would have been before Little Einsteins yeah. started, I think. Yeah, yeah, like What's Little Einstein?
1: Little Einstein, uh, Backyardigans, like that was my boys' oh. era of grow-up TV, like. Yeah, Backyardigans merch, I remember that, but again, I was
0: definitely too old.
1: Yeah. 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 We used to, I used to copy from TV DVR to Mm -hmm. computer to DVD. I used to rip, or sorry, burn, (laughs) I used to burn DVDs of the backyardigans for my boys to watch on trips when we would take like long road trips and stuff. That's amazing. So, yeah.
0: Record, burn, rip.
1: No, record, rip, burn. Yeah. Yeah. And the ripping is just getting it from the DVR to the, um, PC. to yeah to the computer yeah. but um but yeah it was man those days now everything's just streaming like you know i, I used <laughs> yeah. to have had to put stuff on actual physical media guys it's uh, uh, that used no. to be a thing
0: i used to have to right get this i had a walkman with cassettes and I would record from either the radio or a CD onto the cassette because writable CDs were too expensive. So I would, I would write all of my favorite songs from CDs onto a mixed cassette and make my own mixtape.
1: Oh, nothing better than an intro to BTS that's a world uh, intro. Uh, let's, uh-huh. <laughs> let's get into it.
0: Made a mixtape for a girl.
1: Uh, well, I, I think everybody's done that, right? I mean, at least everybody... But not this generation. <laughs> sure they have. Not this
0: they side just call of it 2,000. A they just call it a playlist. Yeah, just a playlist. Yeah, they just yeah. call I've it
2: Never a done that ever.
1: Well, uh, I mean, okay, fair enough. Um, maybe it is a generational thing. You need maybe to try is. seducing people more.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I still have the mixtapes I made for Jen um, and my wife. Uh, I what a s- dork. I still have them... Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and I actually made playlists of those mixtapes uh, oh, for her to listen to. So, yeah. That's really fun sick stuff. I love it. Uh, okay, on to the Sin Side Scoop. Let's do it. What's he building
2: in there? I've got
3: a Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is the true story.
1: We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general. Uh, commercial Sins, Kia Forte, Hotbots. Is the name of the commercial? Because I guess they're hot No, what you think it is? <laughs> it's exa- exactly what you think. Uh, Jonathan mm-hmm. writing on this one. Um, I thought this was hilarious. This is one of the funniest commercials since uh, videos uh, I've ever seen. I really enjoyed this. Um, Ian, what are some of your thoughts?
0: I actually know this advert. I remember it. Oh, yeah. I remember it coming out and watching it and thinking, that's weird. Uh, it's really odd. My favorite part was calling all of like the different robots different um, favorite celebrities. Because the first two times, I thought, no, they actually have hired those celebrities to do it, haven't uh-huh. they? Yeah. And then it just keeps getting more and more obscure. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I love No Dick Rick. And then No Dick Rick survives this. Uh-huh. I had that one down too. <laughs> it's so great.
3: I did too. Uh,
0: I think is so so funny. I don't know what Kinkos is, by the way.
3: Kinkos? It's an office supply like store. It, it, All it used the to Kinko's be. Shade, it's like Android. I think they're closed now. I yeah. haven't seen a Kinko's. It's like an in Florida, Office
1: but they, Max or. They
3: were like where you could go make copies of paper back in the day. So if you had to go make a copy something or print something up, they are a big printer for you. Know.
1: UPS stores, uh, FedEx stores, they kind of fulfill that purpose now. Like if, if people don't have their own way to do that kind of stuff, like you can usually do that at like a, a store like that. But yeah, so Kinko's kind of uh, went away uh, in a lot of ways. But yeah, no, I, I also really enjoyed that run of the Kinko stuff. Just the fact, <laughs> I don't know that I've ever, I don't remember ever seeing this, where we admit that we're sinning not the thing we're sinning And then do another sin even more tangentially related that doesn't even have to do with the thing that Mm -hmm. technically that we weren't sinning that we weren't sinning. But it now makes sense (laughs) because it's a running joke. Right, yes, it's It's so good. It's my favorite
0: thing about commercial sins is that you can – it's now become a running gag. To be as obscure as possible
1: inside the commercial. (laughs) Yeah, because you're dealing with like 60 seconds of content to send. Like you're going to have to be a little out there. Yeah, 15
3: or 30. uh, Some of the commercials Mm -hmm. I've been looking at are 15 seconds long. And I remember when I I send one um, and I must have, I spent way too much time on a 15 second commercial because I kept thinking there's gotta be more in here somewhere.
0: It's like, you already have 30 sins. That's two sins a second. A tenth How of a second gone
3: by and I haven't thought of something new. And I'm like, I'm yeah. failing. Oh my God. It's like, it's a 15 second commercial. You're not going to have that much. Yeah, It's
0: so funny. that uh, That sin brain, when that kicks in. It was yeah. like, if I was sinning, Every second of a movie, I would be there for years. Like It's weird how it's going.
1: It is interesting. And this is a little bit of behind the scenes, but there's a, uh, which imagine that on a show like this. But there's this thing that we all do. I think every one of us does it to some degree, uh, which is when you're sending longer content, the first chunk of that content is like, boom, 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 heavy, get, heavy, 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 like heavy. get stuff, yeah. get stuff. So because there's this thing in your brain that's like, I want to make sure I've got enough, so I better make sure I've got 30 sins in the first 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, right, right. And I then don't I can think breathe like that. for the next hour. Yeah, I
3: don't, I don't think like that. I don't think in terms of like, I've got to have enough for the thing. Mine is just like, I'm just thinking of it. And it might be because as the movie goes on, I get less activated, which is why I've been um, thinking about moving to Chris's method, uh, how he writes. And we all have different kind of, ways mm-hmm. of writing. I will sit down and watch it in one big chunk and then I'll sit down and watch it in one big chunk again. And it takes me a long time and maybe breaking things down a little bit more would be smarter because I, when I first sit down to write is when I just write a lot. So I don't usually think about it in time, but I know you guys do.
1: Yeah. I, and, and there, yeah, there's just this thing that happens uh, where it's front loaded. And I do think part of that is also the fact that you've already sinned some things in the beginning that happen throughout so you don't send them again. So yeah. like stuff is continuing to happen, but you, you don't want to just keep continuing to send it in the same way. So, But if yeah. the movie
3: has progressed five minutes and you have 70 sins, it's a little <laughs> bit too much. It's I just maybe sometimes fair. a little bit too much. I think that's um, fair. I agree. This commercial was so fun uh i really really had a good time i had a lot of good chuckles on this one i don't remember this commercial at all though and it was really intriguing to me because i i think the robot looks really beautiful and like i like how the segmented arms and legs and stuff so i kind of just want to watch the commercial just to see into this little world commercials are really interesting like that they create these little pockets these little universes to capture your attention so that you can pay attention to obviously what they're selling but I love how creative some of them are. Some of them are absolutely just dumb. But uh, and, and Kia is not my favorite. Like, I don't enjoy Kia as a company because mm-hmm. I have a personal problem with them. Because one of the first cars, no, the first car I ever bought for myself was a Kia. And it was a POS. And I had so many problems with it. And I swore I would never buy a Kia again. I was like, this is the worst car I've ever had. Now, Kia had, maybe it was like their first mm-hmm. It was like they go in the first five years of production. So yeah. we're talking like they also didn't have their shit together as a company maybe at the time. I don't know. But it was a horrible car. So anytime I see Kia commercials, I'm instantly a little shady about it anyway. yeah, But I liked the universe. So I had this like really interesting uh, experience watching this one. But yeah, this was really, really, really fun.
1: I uh, um, uh, Jen has a Kia now and it seems to be working for her all right. Don't they also do the one that I like because it has more headroom? the uh is it the soul is it the soul that has all the head like it's like a boxy this, more... the
3: boxy one yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah I, lo- I genuinely know more about star trek vehicles than i do human vehicles <laughs> <laughs> i don't know much about cars either it was funny this is a total aside and that's fine because we do that on the show but my oldest son got a new job and we were like oh hey what are you doing for this job he's like oh check this out we're rebuilding engines we're like, you know, we we go in, you know, we take engines apart, we b- rebuild them. And my response was, are you a dicer? Like, it, nobody <laughs> in our family has ever been into, you know, cars when in any you kind of-
3: vent did pick up that skill? <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah, but look at your wife. Like, yes, Jen, correct. She is amazing. Correct. She will take things apart and put them back together yes. to save- you know 150 bucks Absolutely. like i can mm. buy this one thing for ten dollars and i can fix an entire machine yeah. she's mm. so brilliant like that yeah
1: yeah she loves doing that kind of stuff so that's what i chalked it up to is just like oh you're you know you've got the kyle jeans in you um so a week later he quits his job <laughs> he's like i cannot i am oh, not interested no, in this so this funny. is terrible this is horrible i'm like oh you are hey, nicer Kyle's. okay fair <laughs> oh, enough welcome back uh, welcome to the back fold to okay the fold. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah i really really uh enjoyed this one as well and um yeah i uh i had a good time uh all right let's move on to tv sins hey let's finish up the first season of stranger things uh the upside down what a run what a like sprint heck yeah to get stranger things uh season one done uh the upside down was a dicer whittington script ian and i writing on this one um you know let you uh kick us off again what are some of your thoughts now that we've kind of finished off this final episode
0: Mm, yeah i'm kind of glad to be done
1: (laughs) (laughs) there is there is
0: something about like obviously we had the goal of getting this done before the new season came out so it was a sprint and we worked our butts off we love our jobs but it is still work Mm -hmm. and we worked our butts off to get this done um i i as a complete series I really really like it. The cliffhangery stuff felt a little bit. Hey, we'll leave this open for season 2. There's no reason for 11 to sacrifice herself really. If we're being honest, it's it's like you've done far more ridiculous things. You didn't have to end game infinity blip yourself to to Finish off this mm-hmm. Um uh, Thingy Dustin continues to be incredible. Me and Aaron wrote the same sin removal for the same second, <laughs> almost like word for word, the same thing. was like,
1: Dustin fucking rules. He's just this um, moment where great. he's just like so excited about the chocolate pudding. I've got that chocolate. <laughs> he's like, I found the <laughs> chocolate pudding. It's so great.
0: It's the best. Um, but it's the, the biggest challenge was always. I haven't watched this in like five or six mm-hmm. years or whenever it came out. Am I sending something that is actually consistent that I've just screwed up because I've been speed watching and not taking notes? So it's... And the comments are always very kind and correct us very politely and give us all of the grace in the world when we screw something up. Uh, <clears throat> the I think the easiest thing to send was as soon as they did a zoom in on the gun and thingy loading up the bullets, I was like, ha, huh, you went to all of that trouble. It's Spelling out how many bullets are in this gun, I... Guarantee you will fire 70 instead of <laughs> instead of six. And lo and behold, she unloads. I was even thinking, I'm going to have to sin this where I explain that, okay, maybe she could have reloaded, but we don't see her do it. I didn't even need to do no. that. It is nine no shots time to, back yeah, to back. No time to reload. <laughs> even if there's one in the barrel, which that's not how that gun works. There's still, <laughs> still two that apparate out of thin yeah. air. Yeah. Uh, so great. Yeah. Um, and the the absolute, I don't know if many people will get this joy, but the joy of seeing something in a classroom, like a periodic table, mm-hmm. speculating that there's no way they got a 1984 accurate periodic table mm-hmm. in that classroom, and being correct. Yeah. That one is from, the earliest it can be from is 2010. So easy to prove, because the thing that was on there was discovered in 2010. Yeah, so yeah it's 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 beautiful to... I don't know why that's so beautiful. It's such a nitpicky thing to do, but it breaks the universe and that's
1: what we're here to do. It's not here to do that. We're here to find when they do it. I mean, I had the exact same thing with the CPR stuff in this episode where it was just like, that is clearly how we do CPR. Now it is not how we did CPR in the eighties. Nobody was counting to 30 between breaths in the eighties. And then clearly they're showing like they're doing CPR on his daughter and then mm. they show her flatline. If you're doing CPR before somebody flatlines, you're doing it wrong. Like that. Like that is by definition. Like you know, you're, like, you don't need to be. You know. Unless that's hooked up to the wrong person, <laughs> that's
2: right. Doing it wrong. That's
1: right. Um, so yeah, stuff like that is always like just. There's just something beautiful about like you really screwed that one up. Uh, let's just bring it's it to beautiful. the attention. It's
0: so it's so great. You don't have to find the sin. It's just. This was filmed in 2012. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and here's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, I also wanted to mention just the the counting of the bullets and uh, using the count from Sesame Street to really drive home how easy <laughs> it is to count to nine. You know, guys, just really easy to count to nine. The number <laughs> of the day is nine. Um, so yeah, uh, lots of fun. Today, some of your thoughts on uh, finishing up this Stranger Things run.
3: Yeah, this is a an interesting kind of behind the scenes stuff on this is I didn't understand the count one at all. So I was reviewing this one and looking over the script and um, I was like, I don't get it. But if you guys have a vision for it, OK. <laughs> <laughs> and then to see it in the final and sort of like, oh, here's what you're going for. Sometimes we, you know, it's such a creative moment in our minds and it's relaying it in the notes of the script and then to the editors and the editors have to interpret it. And then they, we go through revisions with that sometimes, um, to, to get those, to come through, uh, come to life. And I thought that, that came out really, really well. Um, but yeah, the other things I remember from writing this one or reviewing it slash looking it over with you guys was, um, the sending the, uh, sending the lights. Um, there was a sin that I had to, I was reading the script and it was for the trunk like, the more light bulb sins because there's oh, so much yeah, yeah, yeah. just, you know, lighting in oh, this one.
0: yes. The uplighting from the trunk of the <laughs> car. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. And uh, because we were reviewing these so closely for the same reasons, as we've mentioned every time, which is that it's been a long time since we've kind of revisited this mm. and we had already previously written some mm. sins. I remembered that sin. And so I was going back and trying to find it. Because I thought we've actually written this before, and because mm-hmm. we're thinking in those seasonal videos where we're going to try to put them all together in one longer video for people to enjoy as well, uh, if we have the same sin twice, it might stand out more in a video like we've that. We had uh- that.
1: The Rick and Morty video has two uh, fruit on the lower shelf sins, and I think it's the season one video, uh, and two sins of the golf poster that are fairly similar. And it is something we wanna to start to try pay attention to because we put these season you know, videos together. Yeah, it was a good it catch. Becomes,
3: it becomes easier because of how we catalog our our work, like our scripts and how oh, yeah. we store them and how we're able to search through those documents for similar things. So it's become even more important for us to pay attention to those things and be able to not only do quick searches for phrases or phraseology that might be similar, but also uh, (laughs) to go back and go, and how is that one worded again when we have run-on sins like the hair one, which I really love because that's a fun one. That one and the lettering for the Duffer Brothers and things like that, those become really important things to try to consistently do. So. I thought that was really really fun. I um uh I also really like the sin about the um pulling the the thing out of the kid's mouth. Just mm. I was really glad to see that one in there because when I remember watching the finale. Um, and I remember very few things from the finale. I remember there being way too much flashing lights. Mm-hmm. This, which I'm glad we send because it's my least favorite part of this finale. Is it's just it's so much environmental chaos with the lighting. <clears throat> it's,
2: mm-hmm.
3: It relies so heavily on the lights just blinking in and out. I think so that this Demogorgon. I, I know it builds intensity, but it it leans on it so heavily that it's almost. It's so distracting. It's mm-hmm. it's far too distracting. I, I don't like watching the finale for that mm. that reason alone. I did not enjoy watching it. It will be unwatchable
0: again. to some people. Like no, some it's, people it's will awful. be able to sit through that. Yeah.
3: No, and it goes on for all of the sometime. Um. So yeah, I was. Uh. I really. I'm really glad that we did this one. It was fun to put together and be able to turn around and you know people can kind of go back and remember what season one was about through the sinning lens before getting into new content coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Uh, All right, let's move on to the Orville. Uh, This was also a Dicer Whittington script, Ian and I writing on this one as well. A long
3: while ago. A long, long
1: time ago in a galaxy far, far away. In a
3: galaxy (laughs) far away. If I remember correctly, I think Ian was very new with us when we wrote the Orville. And I believe it was coming out on the schedule and I think Ian said, if I'm not writing on this one, I'm quitting. I think
0: <laughs> I think I suggested it. I suggested sinning Orville ahead of season three coming out. And I said, I've suggested it and I will be sinning it as well. Uh, like, that's I, it I
1: must be on this. It was like, like a
3: demand.
0: It
1: will shock nobody that I am, I am sinning the Orville. <laughs> so uh, I'll kick us off on this one. And yes, it, it's been sitting around because they changed the release date of season three. And we wanted to release it closer to uh, when season three starts, which is... Next week, uh, I think season three uh, drops its first episode, uh, finally. So it has been sitting around for a little bit. Ian and I wrote on this one. Um, I love the Orville. I've watched uh, every episode. I'm excited to see season three uh, for a lot of the same reasons that I am now loving Strange New Worlds. Uh, The Mm -hmm. Orville is a better Star Trek show for that week to week. What's the alien? What's the you know problem we're solving than Star Trek has done in a long time. Um, and so this is a, a show that isn't a Star Trek show but is a Star Trek show. And it's very clear. And in fact, I think we even had conversation today early on where you're like, there's way too many Star Trek references in this. And we're like, no, no, no. This is a Star Trek show. Like it is asking for those references. Um, <laughs> we kind of need to. Uh, so, there are less in there than we started That with. is true. We did cut some of them. <laughs> um, so, but there's
3: like There are, there are sometimes when like a running gag in mm-hmm. a, a script makes a lot of sense and it's really fun to see and there's like a payoff for it and then there's somewhere like you don't really get the payoff the same way and if it's just like pointing out a reference pointing out a reference pointing out a reference but there's nothing stringing those references together that unites them except for just being a star wars thing it doesn't feel to me it doesn't feel as intelligent as it could and that's what i'm saying about that
1: no because i that, that stank face is not about your point. It's because you accidentally called it Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. You made a valid point mm-hmm. until you said Star Wars. No, <laughs> Sorry I switched about off. that. Yeah, yeah. It's
3: going to happen. It's just going to happen. Um, Mostly because I don't care.
1: I I really uh along those lines I loved the fact that all the outtakes for Star Trek outtakes. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's so you guys are just But well, if I can't have my references in the script <laughs> I'm going to put, put them, them in the outtakes. outtakes. I'm going to put them all in the outtakes. <laughs> uh Ian you're up next. What are some of your thoughts about this one?
0: I like this show. I do not by any means love it. Um it is 100% Star Trek light. Um and I was I loved it when season 1 came out because um I'm gonna come off like I don't like discovery I do like discovery but it's not my favorite type of right. Star Trek um and this came out when discovery was in its mm-hmm. second season I think and was extremely heavy and it is a bit of a reaction to discovery and that this is it's way more Tng my the only problem was that it's too Tng light it is too it's too much like rejected family guy jokes and more interested in some of the toilet humor and making the easy jokes than being a sci-fi show um if it just dug into the the adventures week to week then i would think i'd be into it a lot more but then again i have strange new worlds for that so i don't need to worry there was it, it just felt a little bit lost to me in wanting seth mcfarlane wanting to indulge in some fan fiction along sure. with using
1: seth McFarlane humor as well which i don't generally um get on with the rumor if i can interject the rumor is that mcfarland didn't want it to be as funny as it is that he wanted it to be a little more serious but that the network was like oh no no no! you do funny shows oh i believe Up the that. I believe... like more jokes please I... yeah I
0: absolutely <clears> believe Fox saying, "Yeah, we'll do this, but you have to do this because we cancelled Firefly, and we don't like actual sci-fi." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Fox. Really, two shows for me. <sighs> yeah. um, we'll never forgive them. Yeah, just not. I'm. I'm. I like the direction that season three seems to think that it's going to be going in, but we'll, we'll we'll see when it happens. Um, but yeah, I had I had so much fun with the Star Trek references. There are twelve references in total. Um, points if you can find and name them all. Some of those are in the outtakes, but I think there are, I think there are seven in the script and five in the outtakes, and I, I had like twenty to begin <laughs> with. But I whittled it down to my my favourite fifty percent of that, um, and I really enjoyed breaking the skip button as well because it the the route that this pilot chose to go was uh, huge relationship so drama. Much relationship. Yeah. That is what we skip. It was just enter Tusky stellar Yeah um yeah. but far too much of it didn't didn't keep me yeah
1: today any thoughts
3: uh yeah uh and so does the chat they want to know when bts became uh, captain spot <laughs> uh, when bts became a spin off of captain spot yes. uh uh when did the sins team start live recording captain spot is this the first one <laughs> um so yeah amazing
2: i really enjoyed I like the it. skip
3: button on orville because it became that like interstellar skip that's the 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 tying together that that really made the the skips Makes sense. I remember rereading this one a few days ago going, God, we put too many skips in this. Oh, we were doing. something. There we go. Here. Uh-huh. Oh, we were doing something here. It's just been a long time since I've looked at it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, but I think I really enjoyed the script a lot. And I uh, enjoyed watching the, the Orville. Uh, it made me laugh again. I, I watched it when it first came out and remember like laughing, but not being interested enough to continue watching.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel the mm-hmm. same way now
3: right 100%.
0: um
3: i had some laughs that i didn't expect but it's not my style of show it kind of feels like sketch comedy like like if, nice. if saturday night yeah. live was to do an entire night that's mm-hmm. dedicated to start sure. uh it kind track. of feels <laughs> like
0: that nice <laughs> good save nice well done. thank you
3: thank you um where each scene is kind of like the next gag the next thing and you got the people coming together and they're kind of like still reading the teleprompter a little bit but you're fine with it so there's like a little bit of that. But there was also enough uh, Star Trek that I was really excited to see something similar. So mm-hmm. but I don't there was not anything to draw me in for the next one. So there were inter- the relationship that they have together, like the, the comedy that the crew is starting to develop, the, the relationship and the kind of the back and forth that they're starting to develop, especially between. I don't remember their names, but it's the the people that are kind of like uh, driving the ship.
0: Oh, I've seen all the episodes and I can't remember the names, but I know. Who and you they meet. have
3: like the soda that's on mm-hmm. the console or yeah. whatever. Like those two yeah, guys. Yeah, can we drink on the bridge? Yeah, yeah, on the bridge, they're like at the foremost front of the of the screen when you're looking yeah. or, or the scenery, mm-hmm. or the set. Um, those two I find to be really fun. Uh, and would probably watch them again. But even like the female leads, I really didn't feel like something drawing me in. Um, so but it was fun to read you got uh, the the things that you found wrong with this universe especially given how much knowledge you guys have of star trek uh you specifically Ian um i knew it was going to be gonna... fun for that um i think my I had uh, so much. fate one of my favorite sins was the stairwell one the staircase one like why are there <laughs> stairs on this it's that was so a really dangerous. fun one for me <laughs> yeah. to because i was incredibly uh frustrated by that this actually, I think after watching this episode with you guys, was when we had a discussion about um, carpet on a spaceship. It was one of our first conversations about carpet mm. on spaceship. Because I remember being like, why is it carpeted? Anyway. It's just impractical.
0: Doesn't seem doesn't, doesn't, doesn't seem right doesn't, at all. There's always blood and bits flying everywhere. It's going to get burnt. It's,
3: it's not going to be great.
0: <laughs> Gooped. Especially when you meet one of the crew members that is a literal blob of jelly. Um, I
3: really enjoyed the Blob of Jelly character.
1: <laughs>
0: Yaffet. You you won't as the series progresses,
3: yeah.
1: I uh, predict.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, voiced don't by know.
1: the late great Norm MacDonald, uh, I believe. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was Scott Grimes as Gordon Malloy and uh, Jay Lee as John Lamar are the two that you're talking about. And I agree. Those two are really fun together. And and scott grimes is hilarious in this show i think he is he is that scene where he's in the holodeck and he's like talking to like <laughs> <laughs> the warrior buddy friend or whatever I, like it just slays oh, yeah. me it just slays so me so funny yeah he's like
3: yeah oh, this is is my guy guys? and he just decapitates <laughs> yeah. him yeah yeah
0: holy victories.
1: yes 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, I think we move into CinemaSins. Um, yeah, another one that's been sitting oh my on the runway for a long time, ready to launch off the battleship. Uh, Top Gun mm-hmm. finally coming to theaters, and finally coming to CinemaSins. Uh, I'm calling this an Atkinson-Cardoso-Whittington script. Uh, This was during, you know, speaking of the tryout process, uh, this was during when uh, you guys were doing scripts together with us, and Mm -hmm. Top Gun was one of those scripts. Um, So Mm -hmm. what's it feel like to go back in time, Ian?
0: Man, it's so strange. So this was the third script that I ever wrote or main channel. So it's Wonder Woman, then Soul and then this. Mm-hmm. This was the first one when I kind of like I emailed today and I was like, Are you sure? Because my first question was, why are they making us do a video that we've that's already they've already done? <laughs> why are we writing a script that's already on the channel? Because I couldn't believe you hadn't done Top Gun yet. And then when I realized you hadn't done Top Gun, I was like, Are they sure they want us to write on it? Like this is this it felt like a huge movie to entrust to to the new people. Um but yeah, and this so this was about over a this was a year ago, almost like to the week, like a year year and one month or something. So it's so strange. I don't know that the way I write has changed much, other than I remember spending like three and a half weeks writing this. Like I, it was like obviously in in evenings while at work at the same time, but I spent so so much time just trying to get every detail right and. Doesn't matter, because the YouTube comments have ripped this one apart for all of the, the factual inaccuracy. Um, but no, I I definitely remember, this is the first time I really felt pressure to get a video right, because it was yeah, such a big movie, and there was the, the kind of the guide rails, has, uh, guide rails had kind of come off, so either your sins are going to get used or they're not. Um, there's not going to be a lot of coaching and editing on stuff. Um but no i loved it my it was my favorite part was i was very brave and decided to mess with the sin counter who got very very thirsty during the volleyball mm-hmm. scene and um the narrator tries to add a sin, but Sinny removes one. Wait a minute, did you remove a sin? Then remove some more. I was like, right, you're going to keep removing sin, so let's just call it a wash. And I love that, making, making Sinny the Sin encounter a little bit thirsty for all the
1: men. This is, this is. I had this in my notes as well, and I think this is a good time to do a little more behind the scenes on Sinny, uh, because it has evolved over time, and I think we're, we're kind of landing in a place now that is, that is important to kind of acknowledge. But the very first time that I know of that we ever called the Sin Counter Cine was the South Park video where it was like, oh no, they killed Cine and it was because it rhymed with Kenny, right? Like, you know, so mm. it was like, you know, that's kind of how we named it. And then there started to be kind of this legend that grew around Cine, the Sin Counter, <laughs> and like that there were separate names for the different channels. I think Sinsworth mm. was mentioned for sins. and I don't know if we ever named uh, you know, uh S- S- Sinsington or whatever for commercial sins or whatever. <laughs> but I like more that Cine is doing the work of all the channels. I like the idea that mm. Cine is kind of our mascot in some ways. In his master. yeah. And is in it is Pulling our master. String. Yes, because there's I have this interesting idea. I want this to be real. Maybe someday okay. we'll make this real. Maybe I shouldn't okay. say it in a live format. Maybe I should save this Ooh, for like because this is hold, maybe it. Maybe yeah, hold yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Maybe I'll hold, hold it. it. Hold it. Hold it. Write it down. But I've got uh, this creative forget? idea. Are you gonna forget? Oh, no, I'm not going to forget. I'm not going to forget. No, no, no. So uh, so okay, a little tease then. for something that may never happen. But um, This is great. Right. <laughs> Just great content. I'm sure you're loving not it. But afraid. it has to do with the fact that Cinny is becoming a real character uh, mm. on the channels in a way that, that I find interesting. And this is another example of it. And the idea that we now know for sure, we kind of knew. We kind of knew based on things that the narrators do and say, Cinny is clearly bisexual or pansexual. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Cinny you know sinny's thirsty Cindy appreciates yeah. beauty yeah. yeah yeah in all for forms. sure yeah. um
0: very very thirsty so that was that was a lot and just having the narrator argue with the Sin counter as well is so much fun yeah. i didn't think like early early ian didn't think that was going to make it into the script uh-huh. i was like yay they even really don't care yeah. i thought it was funny it's yeah. great that's it that's the spectrum everybody that's we
3: it. either One don't together. give a shit or we <laughs> think it's funny that's it
0: nothing in between nothing in
1: between no
0: um, and also, like, this was my first bonus round ever with the sunglasses removal. Um, and my favourite one was, <laughs> it's like within two seconds of each other, he takes the sunglasses off to put a t-shirt on and then puts them back <laughs> on immediately. It's like, you didn't have to take the damn things off. Um, but interestingly, originally, that bonus round was going to have other Tom Cruise movies as well, that at the end continue just every time he removes his sunglasses from a movie, and end with the Mission Impossible Two, one where he pulls off the sunglasses and they blow up. But I think we decided it might have been a little bit confusing and that we're including other movies in, in a Sins video. Yeah. And yeah, also... That, that's where that could have gone.
3: I remember having this conversation with you. You're a jet-set new writer. You're so pumped. You're like, I'm going to do this idea. And I'm like, I just want to make sure I understand your idea. You want to watch every Tom Cruise movie <laughs> ever? No, it's on YouTube. <laughs> I will have pulled the clips from you. And you want to sin sunglasses coming off and on and you're like yeah i'm gonna fucking do it it's gonna be every movie you've ever seen it's gonna be every scene every single time i'm like okay 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 like how particular are you about things being perfect? And you're like, Very. it's gotta be perfect. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're gonna watch all these movies. Like you don't have time to do this. You're working a full-time job and writing scripts for us. <laughs> and like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're I like, can this do is this. a it's good great. idea, I'm doing it. So then you put it out to them. And I'm like, oh shit, what if they think it's a good idea? And they did, they're like, this is a great idea. It's just too much. <laughs> mm,
0: yes, thankfully they're like, it's just gonna be too long at the it's end. It's
3: gonna be video, too like, long. Yeah. And like, when <laughs> do you stop? That was my question. <laughs> (laughs) When do you stop? That's
0: the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. How many do you include? You can't stop. Especially now that we've had more, this is a year old, and we've had more Tom Cruise. I'd have to retroactively keep adding them. Um, And there's only one sin I wanted to pull out, and that was the sinning Cougar. The captain says Cougar and Merlin and Maverick and Goose. And uh, I just, I remember messaging Danae, I was like, is this too nitpicky? Because I feel like they could have said Cougar, Maverick, Merlin, Merlin and Goose. Or if you want to do it as partners, Cougar and Merlin. Or Cougar, Merlin and Maverick and Goose. And we had this back and forth and Danae was like, it might be too nitpicky because is that a subtitle thing? Does it just sound clunky? And I was like, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to put it in. And I remember Chris just being like, is that an Oxford comma joke? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's... An- yeah, I guess sure, it is. Sure, but it does sound clunky. Fine, the way it's they really say it. It's really not an Oxford comedy joke. It's say that. really it's not. not, but <laughs> no. sure, it works. <laughs> if they get it into the script, I'll agree. So yeah, it's really interesting to rewatch a video that I wrote so what feels like so yeah. so long ago and so so different.
1: Yeah, uh, Danae, why don't you go next? Some thoughts on Top Gun or this video, whatever you want.
0: Oh, sorry. Also, I don't really like the film. Just... <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough.
3: It's an important note. Um, I've never seen it, so I have I have no idea what it's about, uh, except for Jets. and. You've got it. Yep. That was it. That's, well done.
1: <laughs> that, that's it. Dumb. Jets um, and I, uh, homoeroticism. You're there. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I was doing a little bit of research um, for Top Gun because we have a newsletter uh, that we put out every Friday for CinemaSins, and we've started doing something where we're giving a clue, a visual clue. Um, and people can guess what movie it is. So last week we sent out like, and I'm in charge of picking the picture and I'm in charge of like this thing, which is great because here's what I do. I, I just like I search like Top Gun and then like all these pictures pop up. And my, my, my goal is I want to make the picture interesting to look at, but then also tricky. But see, knowing so little about so much. I guess I just make it really obvious because everybody is guessing every single one. Like, like there's that's no one that's fun, getting though. it wrong. The one that went out today, because we record BTS on Fridays, mm-hmm. the one that went out today, I'm like, I think I got a pretty good one. Like, eh, we'll see. Maybe maybe some people won't guess it. Everyone's guessing it again. I'm like, gosh, dang <laughs> it. <Yeah>. Dang it. <laughs> so, um, which is fine. It's fine. It's a fun little game. But in my research, I thought, okay, I want to make... So we we ask them to guess the next week's video. And then I ask like a random question that I hope is kind of related to the video coming out. So I was trying to figure out a good random question to ask people because it's not a question that's designed for like, tell us about your income level. Like, it's not like that. Mm -hmm. It's for fun. We're just fucking around. So we ended up asking a question about roller coasters uh, because um, Amelia pointed out that from Top Gun, there came like all these roller coasters that are bait like mm. that are named after the movie, like something about a deck.
0: Maverick. Oh, no. Hard deck.
3: Hard deck. Yeah, that's it. Uh and then I learned random facts because there's all of these like ten random things you didn't know about Top Gun until blah blah blah. And so I read those trying to get inspiration for this picture and this question. Mm-hmm. I learned things like The love scene was added afterwards because there was no love scene in it at all. So, like in post, they made the love scene.
0: Heaven forbid. Because they heard the
3: song and the song was so good, a love scene had to go along with the song. Like the order in which that was all created Mm -hmm. was based on polling the audience and then being like, "Yeah, this could probably use some romance." And so that was like totally an afterthought.
1: Even though Kelly McGinnis and Tom Cruise have like zero chemistry in that movie, it's insane.
3: You don't need it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I learned wild. tragically that someone actually died making this movie. Uh, yeah, I. That's. I'm glad you mentioned
0: that actually, because that was. I've just read through my notes and I forgot about that. Um, yeah, the stunt pilot that did the or practiced the flat spin. Eventually, they did that stunt with model. Um, but he was demonstrating how that flat spin works and died. Uh, it crashed. Um, in the ocean and died. Whilst
3: yeah, died. I think he was actually military, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. They um, worked yeah. with the
1: U.S. Navy. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: So that was crazy. Like, I, I was like, oh, shit. So that's why the film is dedicated to that person who mm-hmm. who did not make it through the filming of this one, which is just wild. And, you know, like, this stuff happens sometimes on sets in the making of movies where people will, you know, be injured and stuff. But I don't really hear very often of people dying on set.
0: Well, the most famous one, other than The Crow, the most, I think the famous one that I know is Flight of the Phoenix, which is, like, back in the 60s. And that's a film all about... uh trying to they land in a desert and they have to get the ship working enough to fly away and they got a stunt pilot to fly this ship and they he actually died while landing the ship while they were filming so they can't show that in the film they just show the plane goes over the crest of this beach this over the crest of this um sand dune thing and then the next shot is them coming towards an oasis and then finding civilization because he actually died Ugh. while filming it's wild it's, it's yeah. wild
3: it's really it's really crazy so that one that was like a interesting kind of just like th- There's stunts so at this time there was no CGI so they actually were taking the actors up into these planes and doing these stunts and filming them and you know they're puking and sick and ill and all of this because they had mm. to like endure g force So that was really interesting, too, because there wasn't, you know, this had a big budget because they had to actually have military planes to do it and they had to have permission for military planes. Tom Cruise didn't want to do it. um, And then they took him up in the plane to do a stunt. And when he got done, he was like, yep, I'm in. That was a lot of fun. So that was like one of the ways they got Tom Cruise to agree. So that was interesting to kind of learn about it. And I wouldn't have learned about it at all unless I had been doing this random stupid poll for our (laughs) newsletter people. Which, by the way, he just chose to fly everything. If you want to be on the newsletter so that you can guess, um, if you go to cinemasins.com and scroll down just a little bit, there's an actual bar that you can enter in your email. And you can get our weekly email where we basically recap everything from that week. So you get links to everything in a quick, simple format. And we're thinking about doing other things there too, including showing you sins to try to guess. For the next week. So actually giving you clips of a of a movie that we're doing, uh like still shots with a sin, so that you can try to guess based on the sin or um other things like that. So we're uh we're coming up with some interesting newsletter ideas, I hope. So that's there. As far as the sins go, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this a lot. Uh it was it was a super fun one. I had the skip button being broken, like you already mentioned. This uh, let's see, Maverick. I feel the need for speed line. I was glad that that was sinned um, just because you want to try to hit those highlight points, you know, like oh, well, the famous ones. You want to try to find something there. So I was glad we did that. I like the beach volleyball approach. Like uh, there should be sand everywhere and you should never wear jeans. Absolutely. So weird. Even in the 80s, don't wear jeans for that. Um, and then just <laughs> I really like the open mouth kiss one um, because <laughs> in, the, in the script, it's just <laughs> gross, and then the instructions are like, so this is about the open mouth kiss, and then the instructions to the narrator for Jeremy is just say gross with good humor. <laughs> 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 What an interesting note. That's amazing. Good humor.
1: Yeah. That sounds like Daniel. Not
3: bad humor. Just good humor. Yeah.
1: Good humor. Good, a good, good humored mentioned. Gross. Spaceship
3: spaceship, yeah. spaceship, 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 spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That was that was, that was run from the Orville that got into my mm. notes for Top Gun. Excite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why is this over? Oh, this was copied over wrong. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, there's spaceships in Top Gun. My
1: notes, <laughs> yeah. You didn't I know guess. that, but it, it happens. <laughs> it, that may as well be. Uh, You guys pretty much mentioned everything I had. I will say uh, I just saw Top Gun Maverick, the new Top Gun last night. And loved it. And I've never been a huge fan of the original Top Gun. So, um, but there is something uh, about uh, this new one that I really, really enjoyed. The old one was just never, it, it just wasn't something I was into like my friends were. Um, and uh, I just didn't get into it a ton. Um, I, the only joke that you guys didn't mention that I have written down was, oh, no, there were two. The, where it's like resisting the urge to do the college girlfriend joke, that, really made me laugh uh where it's like you and then just the explosion not and then it just yeah the explosion the college girlfriend joke <laughs> and then and then the using the just a few seconds excuse for everything in life uh was really funny to me uh finishing with the uh Steve and i was only in your wife for a few seconds uh as one of the <laughs> examples uh just really really made me laugh so well done Indeed. Um, All right. Let's move on to Ice Age 3. Uh, This was an Atkinson Dicer script. Chris and I writing on this one. So I'll kick us off. Uh, The Ice Age movies.
3: And I reviewed it.
1: And Danae did review it. Yes, she did. Um, As I think we'll be hearing about later on in this very episode. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I I have this interesting relationship with the Ice Age movies because they really at their height – were right when I had kids who would love the Ice Age movies. So like they, you know, enjoyed them quite a bit. But they just got increasingly overstuffed with characters the longer it went on. In fact, when I talk about other movies that do this, I call it the Ice Age effect because it's just like every character they would introduce in a movie, they would have to give a plot line in the next movie. And already by this third installment, You've got so many characters that have to have their own plot line that you've got, like, one of the main characters, Diego, who's basically – his plot line is so thin. He's basically just like, I want to go out on my own. And then he gets pulled into the dinosaur part, and he's like, hey, buddy, I got your back. That's his entire plot line like it's but it's supposed to be meaningful and mean something and the music swells and I it's just it's it's really interesting to see them try to put all these people together having said that they are written funny. There's some really funny moments Um you know The Scrat stuff is funny. As weird as it's become that the Ice Age movies are basically Scrat movies with Ice Age stuff in them, mm-hmm. um, it is kind of funny stuff. And uh, John Leguizamo is really funny in these movies. Uh, I like Sid. I think the Sid character is really fun. Um, so it has its benefits, but, um, or at least its good parts. I don't know how beneficial they are, but it, it definitely <laughs> has its, its good parts. But overall, it's just kind of this diminishing returns thing um, with the Ice Age movies. And this one is is no different. Um, so this this is also an interesting series to send because of how little, little it cares for physics, real world. It is, it is Looney Tunes style animation at uh, many times. So that's interesting to send uh, sometimes. And then also all the tropiness of the, you know, men don't understand pregnancy. Men don't understand delivery, uh, you know. Like I, like, I feel like maybe we should be past that at this point. Like, it comes from a place, a real place of, like, men didn't want to know. Oh, you know, a long time ago, it was like, oh, that's just woman stuff, you know, like <laughs> that kind of thing. And so there was this way to play on the humor of men not understanding those things because they didn't want to. But I think we've evolved past that by this point, by many, many decades. And it's like men are involved now more. So, like, can we
3: talk about this for for a second?
1: Sure, sure. I'm sure not, you know, every man is. I
3: I am so done with seeing birth depicted in anything. I just want to be
1: done.
3: (laughs) I don't know. And I know that we need to normalize it. And I know it doesn't need to be like a a thing. And and it's important to, to, to showcase sometimes in some ways. I just I don't know why we I don't know maybe it's I didn't I didn't like seeing it in my content before I had a kid I certainly don't like seeing it now because I have a visceral reaction it's kind of like when you like have eaten something delicious and you see it in a movie you're like mmm I know that flavor that is good Thai right like Mm -hmm. but then this is like undercarriage ripping sensation that just ins- it's like maybe okay you guys watch people get kicked in the nads and maybe if you've had that happen to you you like instantly kind of feel that only it's your entire fucking body <laughs> birthing a goddamn child and i just try- don't want to see it anymore i, I just don't want to see it
1: anymore. i tried to like i want to see it and capture that in my sinning of uh some of the delivery so you did great
3: i loved your sin yeah. i loved your sin okay and and honestly, when Diego flips over and is like, "This is so hard. This is so hard," and he's like, you know, he's mm-hmm. all clearly just like doing something weird, and then it pans back, and he's pushing the the log away. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought that was funny. It and is. you said you are like, "Listen, we shouldn't be making fun of that," because and you are not wrong. You are not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's just I don't know. Yeah. I really I really have a hard time because there is another show that I am watching right now where there is this really unexpected birth situation. Uh, it is quick. It is unexpected and it starts off the whole show. And I'm just like, why does it always have to be this traumatic thing? Like, can we not show a woman like just sipping some delicious like drink and having a little snack and then like being like, God, I got to go to the hospital because, you know, I'm being <laughs> induced. So I, I can't eat or drink anything. And then you go in and they're like, here, have some drugs. And then you're just like chilling and you're like, yeah, I kind of feel that. Is everything good down there? Okay, cool. You know, and like why can't we show that part too? Because so, it's not always trauma.
1: So here's the thing. You're talking about the 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 female uh gender <laughs> stereotypes. Is like, right, right. Like in the like I'm just, just swearing it. at the husband, you did this I'm to me, like oh, all I that, hate that. that kind of stuff, right? And mm. there's there's two things that I think should happen. One of them you, you don't like, the other I think you do, which is yes, the the what we should actually see that actually happens during birth are hardcore women being amazing. Like that's what birth is about. Like I've experienced it four times uh, because I don't remember my own, but I've experienced (laughs) like, I've experienced my children's births and it is my rock solid wife doing incredible work. She's composed, she's incredible. And then the other part of it is the physical trauma part. Like this is a real physical event that happens that movies and TV are like, yeah, but let's not show that part. You know? And it's like this this almost one two punch of we're not gonna show how traumatic it is, but we are gonna pretend like, you know, women are experiencing, you know, something traumatic. You know, it's just it's this weird thing where it's exact oh, opposite. No. Women It's you know, hard.
3: Like like it's just I don't know. And this is a me thing. I'm not speaking for all entertainment. I sure. do feel like it's an important thing to show. I get it, and there's a curiosity in it, and there's an interest in it or whatever. I'm just tired of seeing it, period. Yeah it doesn't need to be something that i ever see in entertainment <laughs> <laughs> not because i don't want to think it's beautiful not because i don't want people to know that it's real mm-hmm. cuz that's that's the that's the that's the
1: normalization thing that i think is important
3: yeah i i know but we don't like i don't know why do we have to show I, uh... I want to stop talking about it. Now. I'm,
1: sorry. <laughs> You're I'm sorry. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You
3: can, I can I can feel both things. We yes. we both need to see it and I'm also tired of seeing it yes. all this time. Absolutely.
1: Both things can absolutely be true. Um so yeah, I think that was pretty much uh, all I wanted to say about that. Uh Danae, did you have anything you wanted to continue on with, uh, other than the birth stuff? Uh
3: just about this show, this movie in general. Sure. I um I don't know that I've watched all of them. I don't know that you need to. It's just a basic kind of experience. I did chuckle quite a bit throughout this and I rolled my eyes quite a lot as well. I like everything that you guys pointed out from the silliness of the mechanics of, you know, like the little uh, ramp or the whatever machinery gets them from point A to point B or the laughing gas that will kill Mm -hmm. them to The child's playground and just all of the ways that we dig into something and go, if this was reality, then this probably wouldn't be happening, um, both having fun and not like, but one of my favorites was the, um, you live in the ice age. You've never had a peach. It was really, really funny.
1: (laughs) You liar. Um,
3: you liar. Uh, I did not expect the penis joke straight out of the gate. So that was fun. (laughs) That which, was, which an one unex- was
1: that that was the there was a penis when joke right?
3: Scrat's nose is like oh, sn- yes, like yes, Yeah, that <laughs> was
1: I laughed so hard. That was that was a Chris joke and like it's like the first joke like, is like Wait, it's what? so oh. great. It's so great. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um there was a the, uh, attempting the inverted reverse cow scroll position which was also really unexpected. Mhm. Uh, and then there was a couple that um, I remember noting when I was reviewing this one that just slayed me. One was the possums, which are of course well known for their extremely keen eyesight, especially during the daytime. Would of course see a tiny speck at a distance and realize that their friend a thousand their friends a thousand feet away. Um, I know I shouldn't note something like this because they have such great <laughs> eyesight. Or, like it's just such a
2: uh-huh.
3: the way that that one was written. Uh, it, Chris blows my mind. Um, and then <laughs> the, this one. Made me laugh really hard. I had to stop reviewing it for a minute and go wipe the tears, which was I thought you were a female is the lead in. And the sin is this movie is for kids. So I should probably forgive it for this joke about Sid accidentally jerking off a ram no wait what the fuck am I even saying <laughs> uh.
1: yeah we definitely both had uh, jokes about that literally literally the movie has Sid grabbing a ram's penis and yanking on it and like that's the joke and ramsturbation yeah yeah exactly oh my god yeah totally uh, Ian some thoughts the
3: joke as always is masturbation mhm mm-hmm. um,
0: I never liked these films so I watched them for some reason when did this one come out
1: 2009 it's a fair question. I thought it was mid two thousands. I'll I'll take a look. It's around then. Yeah, it might I, it might I, be two thousand nine. I, I will look. I I've seen the first three in the cinema for some reason. That yeah, was two thousand nine. So, yeah.
0: Um I liked the I remember liking the first one. I remember hating this one. I remember it's interesting that you've seen how much of a focus there is on scrat. Like I remember enjoying the scrat stuff mm-hmm. and not giving not giving a care about the entire rest of the movie no, and you just, just wanting to know. get back to yeah. scrap. does he get the I nut. Want, Exactly. I want the Wiley e. Coyote story in this as opposed to the main Bugs Bunny plot. It's right. is, is exactly what it is. Uh, I just remember a joke from the first film when um, Sid is making a fire and he's like so proud and so impressed with himself. And then, is it Manny the Mammoth? Comes around and says, hey, Lord of the Flame, your tail's on fire. And that joke killed Mm -hmm. me in the theatre. Because like, oh, he is the Lord of the Flame. Mm -hmm. And that's also a book. And now his tail is on fire. And that was funny. And that was the peak of ice, actually. (laughs) It never never revisited the dizzying heights of that slight literary quip. Um, uh, It's fine. I agree with everything you guys said. I'm amazed how much... Sex humour, dick humour, dumb humour there is in this film for children. And I get the idea of, hey, the the adults can laugh at this as well as the kids. But there's you're making it so obvious. There's no subtext mm-hmm. here. You're just making jokes about, uh, about sex and stuff. And it's very quickly just, it doesn't fit in with the story. Um, so yeah, I don't like these movies that's it. I did like the sins video though. I had the penis thing on my list as well. Like, I can't unsee that furry penis <laughs> just being um, scratched uh-huh. nose. It's wild. Um, had to, had to, had to give a shout out to, you know what I have to say about panchromatic gender norm stereotypes? <laughs> Fuck you, movie. <laughs> just so great. I mean, it's just great. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect sin. And being so old you make Christ an anachronism. <laughs> like, how do you make Christ anach- anachronistic? It's amazing. Um, uh, turning a T Rex into a, a T Rex into a T Rachel. This movie is now banned in twenty six states. Mm-hmm. It was an outstanding little burn on America. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, and I'm supposed to throw logic out of the window, but I'm all out of windows, so than the logic is bouncing off the walls <laughs> and hitting me in the face. Made me laugh so much. Yeah. Yeah, sending animation is really because you have to go wackadoodle doodle and kooky. Yeah. And you do. Just make the sins extra, just, don't judge me for sending this. Here's why I'm sinning. Yeah.
1: Um, I really enjoy it. I will give uh, uh, Jeremy a shout-out to you for his whisper delivery uh, when he says, okay, fine, I'm done <laughs> yes. doing puns, and he's like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not.
0: Very deadpool he wasn't yeah. it? It's like, I
1: won't ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, so. Uh, there you go. That is Ice Age 3. Let's move into the comment section. I want to know what you're I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to pick a comment from last week's content from the various places you reach out. Discord, YouTube, Reddit, etc. Uh, today hit us first. What do you got for a comment?
3: So, this week I went to Orville. And I have to say, I was super excited to see so much love uh for the orville like the, mm. the comments are just there really is. Thank, i'm glad you're doing this and and i uh, there's something really satisfying about the comment community when they're really excited about something that we're doing mm-hmm. because they understand our humor they know what we're going for and it's like yeah let's send it because i love it and when you find it's that great. combo yeah. it's just it feels really really good as a mm-hmm. content creator so I really enjoyed the comment section of Orville for obvious reasons, because Mm. positivity does help us do our jobs. Mm. Negativity is sometimes there too. And oftentimes it's because we mess mess up or something. But I don't know. It was just kind of cool to find a whole fan base. It's like, let's go. Let's get it. So I don't know. That was really cool.
0: It is really refreshing. It's like, Mm -hmm. we love
3: this show and
0: we're happy that you're pulling it apart. It's so great. great It's exactly why we wanted it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I think that like for me... I get more excited to send the Orville when I know that the people are like, let's do this.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, whereas sometimes we'll get like a suggestion for something to send. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to touch that fan base guys. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to go there. I'm not ready. I need to, I need to be at this job a lot longer and have a thicker skin. I think before. I, go there. I <laughs> Yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, but Carl Allen was one of the people who posted on the Orville and they said this, I mean the fax machine and wiffle ball, are both inventions that aren't really easy to use as a weapon. And I have no idea what Carl is talking about.
0: <laughs> I was thinking, I don't remember I don't... writing about that.
3: But I don't think we wrote about a wiffle ball specifically, but I think we mentioned maybe a weapon or something in that one. I don't know. I was confused, but I don't care, because Carl's not wrong about his comment. No? The facts machine and wiffle ball are both inventions that aren't really easy to use as a weapon I he's mean, not I mean fax they machines
1: are, are pretty blunt force uh <laughs> but, <trauma laughs> get on your head <laughs> but on not really yeah. easy
3: to use because Correct. fax machines have to be lifted well, and then there's a plug
1: it and yeah yeah there's all that there.
0: yeah, if you're yeah. using it on yeah. a child it's quite easy but if it's against another adult it's probably tricky yeah uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. yeah wow, <laughs> Yeah. your brain went there Ian that's, uh, that's really interesting Wow. <laughs> uh, Ian what about you um, so, mine's from
0: the Orville as well. Um, Dark Neverland said, um, <laughs> I want to petition cinemas Sin to have Aaron continuously say people because for some reason it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> now, I agree... But I also want the context of that. Is this just a video of you just saying pew 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 (laughs) pew 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 pew? pew, Just recording? Is it to have it in every sins video? I want the context of what this person wants because we can probably make it happen.
1: Well, uh, that was my comment as well uh, because I was curious about the same thing. Like, what is it about how I say pew pew? Like, is it is? How did we do that? uh, Like, is it the murder thing? Like, there's like there are certain words I guess I say uh, in like my own specific way, uh, but I didn't (laughs) know pew pew was one of them but uh but that was interesting this might
0: surprise you as well that there's a, a, a video it isn't out yet but you say vengeance in a very specific way and i don't know if it was deliberate on really i didn't know how yeah, do i, say I it? didn't know
2: Machines?
0: i didn't know if you were saying vengeance like you were trying to say murder because you say is it vengeance <laughs> vengeance isn't like that and it's very deliberate the way that like, you emphasize I some do, very odd syllables. I in do vengeance. have
1: an emphasis thing that I do, an enunciation thing mm. that I do, and sometimes it does impact. Vengeance. <laughs> impact. Were you way. doing a Batman
0: thing? It was like <laughs> I, I am vengeance. Is it vengeance?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was more Scooby Doo than Batman, but <laughs> no, it was. It <laughs> nice was right Yeah, nice try. Wow, vengeance. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's move into nitpicking the nitpickers. I have the right. <laughs>
2: We wouldn't want to nitpick, right, Danny?
3: Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, Talk a lot, pick a little more. Um, actually. Oops. What do you mean, oops?
1: Missed it by that much.
3: Am I just going to nitpick everyone until they leave me?
1: Ian takes a look at some, um, actuallys from the comments, and we decide together if the commenter was green, yellow, or red. Ian, take it away! This could take
0: some time, guys. I've got a lot, so I won't. I probably won't get to all. There were some issues with Top Gun um, that I wholeheartedly thought that I'd done my research, but there's some stuff that's perhaps going to be. Up. So one of them, I think this is a pretty easy green, and it's the so the narrator. I don't know actually. The narrator says that I love this flat spin. It's fantastic. I have no idea how they managed to do this with an actual jet without. I don't know how they managed to do it, and we remove a sin. So lots of people in the comments rightfully said it was made with a model, the model did all of the spinning, clever film work, etc. But I still think the sin stands because we're still removing a sin for how incredible it is, Mm. even though the narrator is admitting that they don't know how it's done. And I think the problem is the narrator says, how did they do that with an actual jet? Right, yeah, yeah. Um, But I, I think the sin still stands because it's still a fantastic bit of the sin removal regardless yeah the sin removal it almost
1: almost strengthens the case in some ways that you you thought it was a real jet um but yeah so i think i would say green green in the fact that it isn't a real jet and the narrator says it's a real jet but Mm. uh red in the fact that it's still worth a sin removal we just needed to word it differently if we knew that that's all yeah yeah
0: yeah the other one from top gun was um and this I am interested in getting your opinion, It's when Maverick is told to get back up there as soon as possible to get past the trauma and, like, basically, hey, the quicker you man up, the quicker you'll get past the fact that your best friend is dead. And there were a couple of people in the comments that said, this is legitimate. This is what the military tells you to do. Happened to my grandfather in Vietnam. And cool. And I think even the sin even says, like, I'm sure this was a thing in the 80s, but it doesn't make it right. Like, the sin is still... I don't think this is a legitimate way to get past your trauma. Mm, mm.
1: Yeah, that goes into that might that might be yellow for me, just because there there could be some argumentative stuff there, right? Like it could be mm. like defined by who, because I do know that there are certainly uh, there have been in the past at least certainly the idea of face your trauma is how you you know mm. get through trauma. Um, so I think there's even a word for that kind of therapy. Um, but so uh, personally, I don't get it, but it, it mm. might be an actual, you know, kind of therapy. And I think it, it's obviously, we're not, we're not
0: professionals. We're not nope. therapists. We do try and do research as much as we can, but it just, it seemed more like man up logic than actual. Mm-hmm. This will help you. And this is proof. Right. So yeah. I, I don't
1: know. Yeah. A little more man up than, you know, get back on the horse kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Hey, speak to somebody about the man
1: that <laughs> died next. Year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally.
0: Um, and then calling Goose the co-pilot—is that really a big deal? Is that really an issue with calling him the co-pilot instead of the radar intercept officer? Because like a hundred <laughs> people pointed this out, and we're like, once one person has pointed it out, do you have to keep going? <sighs> is co-pilot really that bad? Is, is he not? It is a person he's not that is also he's piloting. He's not piloting the, at he's
1: all. In the. He's in He's in the thing. He's not piloting at all. He's not doing any it's, piloting. He is not a co-pilot. Yeah, that's. No, right, fine, good, well,
0: that's a red then. So the next note I have is squirrels, and I can't remember what that's referencing. Oh,
1: I got you, I got you, because this is uh, this is one of mine that I did a lot of study on. Uh, this is from Ice Age 3.
0: Oh, terminal velocity. Terminal
1: velocity, velocity in uh, squirrels, and go. it's really interesting because the sin isn't about if a squirrel can survive. Like, the, the literal sin is not about that. It's, it's literally about the, about the cloud, difference between a flying squirrel and a squirrel. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> like it's... So, I think it's because at the end it's like, you know, the scrat splat should have been followed by a scratte pate, you know, joke yeah. or whatever. But that's in the movie's lot. Like, if scrat dies from that fall, yeah. then so should scratte. Like, being a flying squirrel yes. doesn't change that. Being a squirrel itself, yes, squirrels can fall, you know, fall from great distances and survive. Yeah. But in this movie, th- <laughs> that's not what it's <laughs> they're about. They're treating that as risk. Correct. Exactly. And, and yeah. th- they're treating the idea is that. The flying squirrel does not become a hang glider when it puts its little webbing out. That's not how it, it works. It cannot, you know, float away nicely uh, on those long falls. That's that's what the sin is about. So yeah.
0: What I do love is that one of the comments said, Now, this is true, squirrels can survive. However, I once saw a squirrel that fell a great height. Looked like it broke all of its legs and couldn't <laughs> walk anymore. But I'm pretty sure it was still alive. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was not a description idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, one final one I have is the Fireball from Strange New Things. Um, the, the...
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ian, it's Stranger New Things? Uh, <laughs> Stranger New Things, yeah. my problem, from Stranger Danger. The,
0: I send the, the, so the Demogorgon that the, they're doing their D&D stuff, um, hey, they all agree to fireball and, and they immediately roll for damage, and there's no dexterity saving throw. Um, there's just completely ignored, and apparently like, it, some, somebody in the comments said it could have been paralyzed, which means that it wouldn't, it would have immediately failed its dexterity saving throw and they wouldn't have had to roll. That's correct that is technically correct but it is not stated and i would love to know what the hell managed to paralyze a demagogue. <laughs> uh, i just i'm
1: um, i'm just saying probably would have been resistant to that and so, that's not mentioned on screen this is an interesting part of our job right we do try to as much as we can eliminate things that are f- argumentative to a certain degree mm. but everything is argumentative To a minuscule degree. we wouldn't have a channel. Right? We wouldn't have a channel if we did that. So, like, if something is clearly – like, you can clearly argue argue the opposite and it it makes sense, Mm. then we probably won't go there in the same way. We'll probably make the joke a little bit different. But if it's – I mean, if it's just something like that, no, that joke stands. That's fine. Yes, it's a, like, yes, okay, fine. It's like it's like the difference between, you know, guilty beyond reasonable doubt and just, you know, yes. guilty beyond unreasonable exactly. doubt. Yeah, yeah, that kind of mm-hmm. thing, so. Um, and I just, I loved including it, because Fireball is one of the most famous
0: D&D spells, and they would, like, the kids playing D&D would know. Like, they would know that that needs a dex save to survive mm-hmm. it, and I even... I went back and read the rules for the edition of Dungeons and Dragons that would have been out in 1984, and it still stands. Like, it's exactly the same rule for Fireball.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nicely done. Nicely done. Chunky. Uh, all right, let's finish up the show with some nay play. Who puts R in charge? I did.
3: There is no plan B. How did we get here?
1: I should embrace the chaos. That makes no sense. I do what I want. I regret nothing. Uh, this entire segment has been turned over to the chaotic wonder that is Danae. Can I
3: show you this piece of aloe vera? Now, I realize podcast listeners, <laughs> this isn't going to work for you, but I had a friend of mine. I love segment so much. Excuse me, excuse me, I'm talking. I had this friend of mine that I went to go see. Well, she's not a friend. I go to a massage therapist, and she is so, so good with these things called plants. She can keep them alive. Um, but somebody was staying in her, her massage suite is attached to her house. And so it's like its own little world. It's got its own little miniature kitchen, its own little like living area, and then its own uh room, obviously, for the uh the work and its own bathroom. And so she her, her son is graduating high school, family is in town, uh so is her father in law who decides this is going to be his space to stay in. And I guess while he was there, he like kind of trashed it a little bit because when she went back into the room several days later, having given him his space because he's going to live there for the few days and she didn't go in and like interrupt him, obviously. That's just rude. She goes in. Her aloe vera plant was like destroyed. She said it looked like maybe it had been stepped in. Anyway, that's why I have this. Well, This is a huge piece. This this is a piece of aloe vera. This, this plant has mm-hmm. been around for a long time. This is probably the size of my forearm and um and it is one of many giganto thick old slices of aloe vera that has fallen off now it's both pokey on the sides if you've never touched aloe vera before it is dangerous in its own way by the way this has nothing to do with what i want to talk about today <laughs> um and i have never really like played with an aloe vera leaf before they're really cool like this has structure this can this is dangerous This is awesome. Anyways, uh, a piece chunked off the end on on the smaller side, on the smaller end. And so Iris and I had a chance to squeeze all the goop out of it Mm -hmm. and be like, ew, slime. But then it's like safe because it's aloe vera. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really fun. I highly recommend getting yourself a friend that has an aloe vera plant that has someone step in it so that you can get a free leaf is what I'm saying. Nice. She told me that I can chunk it off and then like apply Mm it to my face Uh. And it's, like, no big deal, which I didn't know. Um, yeah. yeah, so that was the first thing, I guess. The chat says it's
1: it's tasty, too.
3: Chat, you stop it. I will eat <laughs> this right now. No, I won't. <laughs> I will not. So, um, yeah, I wanted to do something different uh, when I was watching Ice Age. And I did an experimental audio recording while I was watching the movie because I knew I was going to have to review it. And I have I have no idea. If that would be interesting to listen to ever, and having gone back through the clips, still not sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so wait, let me let me get the, let me get this clear. So you, while you were watching the Ice Age Three video,
3: like yeah, the, the Sins movie. video, no, the movie, no, the movie itself. Yeah, I was. So watching you recorded
1: it- like a Dene commentary track, yes. for Ice Age Three.
3: Yes, I did, and I was thinking about this, like how. We obviously consume a ton of content and those listening uh, we hear on a regular basis that you want to hear our opinions on it. That's why you're listening to this show. That's why you listen to other podcasts that we put out, other content that we produce where we're talking about all of the stuff that we consume. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I don't want to I could capture it in the moment, you know, and then I don't have to talk about it again later because I've already talked about it, which isn't entirely true. Because we were always going to have to talk about it again at some point in time and I realize that. But I was capturing my in-the-moment thoughts and I was thinking like because I stream on Twitch, I was in kind of like stream on Twitch brain a couple of times where I was just uh-huh. pretending that I had a live audience. So This audio is really weird. I don't know that I like so, it, but I so, I have it.
1: So is it for the whole movie? Did you do this for the whole movie? The whole movie, Yeah. So you have an hour in whatever, forty minute audio uh-huh. file yes. that we could release to our members as hey, start this when the movie starts and you can watch Ice Age three with Danae.
3: No. I would okay, not release okay. this because things happen <laughs> that should never see the light of day or someone's okay. ear hole.
1: <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough.
3: Yeah. But, but the idea that I had as I was I'm in the moment, I'm like, what if we did this like right now? So then I'm thinking when I watch other content, if I committed to just doing a commentary that was hit play and then comment, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the idea. I guess that people could, if they wanted to start the movie And then, or the show, the TV show, because we obviously watch a lot of TV stuff too. So, yeah, yeah, that was, but, but I mean, on Discord, if I did a watch along on Discord, it was like, guys, I got to work. I'm going to watch this. If you want to hear me talk while I do it, then just come hang out. But the problem is, is that sometimes we're watching things that might not come out for a while and Mm -hmm. I love you all, but we don't trust that you're not going to tell your friends what we're going to be sinning. So it kind (laughs) of doesn't work. kind of doesn't work. Um, but yeah, it was definitely uh, an interesting experiment. So what I did is I clipped out a few of my top moments to share with you, and then we'll just see. If okay. You guys think All right. It's funny. I'm game. I, w- I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna, we're just gonna do it.
1: Okay. So are you gonna set up like where we are in the movie, or are you just gonna play it, and then like Ian and I it. will? No, no, no. And Ian and I will guess like what's going on, and.
3: Okay. Let me tell you something about uh, what it means to record with me. This is why you can't think of this as a commentary. <laughs> because I, I rarely talk about the actual movie. <laughs> I'm just like, guys, look over here. One, two, three. Hi, future self. You're right now holding in your hand two fucking awesome leather coasters. Okay. <laughs> now, again... This is why this will never work. (laughs) So (laughs) I start Ice Age and then I'm like, oh, look at these cool other coasters on my tables because someone sent these cool other coasters. And Mm -hmm. again, I know that not uh, the podcast people can't see them, but they're really fucking cool. And I'm like, I'm going to take a picture so I can share them because in the future, if I share this audio, I want people to see what I'm talking about. So then I go take a picture, which I'm going to share right now. Um, I'm holding up the leather coasters that were sent in to cover a mess in the background but while I was cleaning five minutes before this picture, I was like, "Oh, I gotta remember to put this somewhere." So I tied it around my wrist. I tied this like piece of fabric around my wrist to remind myself to put it away. And it looks like I am severely injured. <laughs> so like, we were
1: literally, we were literally uh, like, you were just loading this up beforehand, and he was like, "Oh, what happened to your
3: wrist?" <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I can never share this Why picture. i am I only
1: just hearing about this?
3: <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? So. I do have
1: a question. Yeah. I do have a question. Uh Do you regularly uh, put stuff around your, like tie stuff to you to remind you of things? Sometimes. Is this a normal Denae thing?
3: Yeah. Or I'll put it in my lap so that when I stand up, I'm like, oh yeah, I was doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because I will forget. I have so many things happening in my world that like at any moment. Dogs want out. Child wants attention. Phone's blowing up. Family is calling me. Something is coming in for work. Someone has a question about something for work on something else. There's three projects going on. Oh, by the way, you've got a script. Likely overdue. So, yeah, if I want to remember to, like, get myself some water when I finish this, I might have to hold it between my legs, my cup between my legs, and be like, don't forget to drink water. It's done.
0: <laughs> well, that could be confused with
1: do you need water or do you need to pee? Because <laughs>
0: right? like... An emergency receptacle. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
3: Yeah. So, anyways, I go on uh, on this audio to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe because the audio is not working very well, I'll just put it in the we could put it in the outtakes, maybe. But I go on to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, the Ice Age movie reminded me of some really cool like D D scenes that I could create for a one shot. I go off for about a five minute tangent on my one shot that I created and how it went and how I wanted to go differently. <laughs>
0: I see why this could now not be released as a commentary.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's bad. And then like, there's sometimes where I'll like react and giggle to moments, but then I forget to like describe the moment. So I do have some of those that you would have to guess, like what the moment is, mm-hmm. but because the audio is yeah. not working very well, I don't know that we should do it right now. Maybe we'll have to test this a little bit more with audio.
1: Well, one thing that is, is certain from this uh, section of Nay Play from the, the chat is they are excited about Danae commentaries. Uh, so mm. that that is something to at least put in the, the back <laughs> of our heads, like hang out with Danae and watch a movie. Uh, will be the most random, interesting experience uh, you may have ever experienced. If I
3: did it, like, so let's say I did it on Twitch. So on Twitch, you Uh have uh, polls that you can put out. And in this audio, I realized that every single time I open my VLC player, which is what I use to watch my content, there is almost always an update that's needed for VLC. They update their hardware, software, whatever, all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I would, like, put up a poll, and people can bet their channel points and I immediately would have lost all of the channel points for everyone, which would have been really interesting to see happen live. <laughs>
1: like, yeah.
3: The, so I talk about that. So yeah, I just have like all these little like moments. Um, and then Babs does show up. My character Babs shows up. There's a moment when uh, Manny and his uh woman have their baby, and like I do Babs's voice as the baby as she's being born, <laughs> like so as if the baby's is Babs. Um, so that was a delight. That's terrifying. And it is terrifying. It was. it uh-huh. was Uh huh. Yeah. yeah it was it was a it was an interesting experience I will have to try to do a better job if I'm gonna record while I watch while I watch things um if that's something that's actually uh it's an interesting, interesting
1: experience we did one for lady in the water with our friend Josh childs yes, uh, a while back that's still available on YouTube um where because Danae remembers loving that movie Josh remembered hating that movie and I remembered being in between and so they were uh it was kind of one of those like you know, rewatch, revisit kind of things, and it's an interesting experience because you do have this thing where it's like, wait, do we just go long stretches when we don't have anything to say? Do we keep saying stuff even though nothing's like coming to mind? Uh, commentaries are interesting, they um, are. but we do we watch so much content for our job, we do. and it might be interesting to kind of save something like that and uh, and make it available for our members. That would be kind of cool.
3: There was also a moment um, where the track goes quiet. And this is because I left the movie running and decided to just walk out of the room and get a snack. <laughs> <laughs> as you need
1: when you watch a movie,
3: you know, as uh, as you and then I came back and I was like, fuck, I didn't pause it. So I had to pause it and I go back and be like, OK, so here's where I'm at in the movie. Um, it's yeah. chaos. I don't think like maybe you guys think it would be fun, but really it might not be fun. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> maybe we can try it out someday. Um, I would say if we're going to do this, it's probably going to be through Discord. So if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't joined Discord yet, I would highly recommend doing so because I probably would put it there first.
1: Absolutely.
0: The link is in the description. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) It is. nice. I put the
1: link in the description. Good. Good. There you go. Well, that's going to wrap it up for Behind the Scenes this week. (laughs) Says the man who approves the description every week. I knew there was a link in there. I just don't remember what it was for. I thought, I thought there was... Yeah, but I thought... I don't know. I just thought they were for other things, I guess. I was like, is it Discord that we put the link in there? Very nice. Uh, I'm paying very close attention to those things. That's going to do it for Behind the scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send us, uh, you can do that. Mail it to P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri 65738. You can hang out with us on Twitter. Uh, we are are uh, at Witsend, uh, at Danae Says.
3: D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S.
1: And I am at Aaron Dicer. So for Danae Hughes and Whittington, a still open Kinkos and myself, we will see you next week.
3: Happy leave the office early day.
0: Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BTS at CinemaSins.com and be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com/bts.
1: So we're in the outtakes firmly, and I have been waiting of, yes. for this story for so long, and now it's just I've been,
3: been, been for built so up long. in
1: my brain. But no, I do want to ask you. Uh, uh-huh. We've talked, I think, on the show uh, before about me diagnosing yeah. you with RCPD. And now that you're back at home, I wondered, and so I asked you, hey, have you told your parents about your diagnosis? And you were like, we're going to talk on BTS. I was like, what? (laughs) How dare you throw back my own strategy of save Save it for the show? Uh, Save it for the show. But we are in the show now. now.
0: Me and Aaron can now not have conversations if that conversation (laughs) is good enough to be on BTS. I get home, um, and I reconnect with the parents, as one does, and we have a nice dinner, and I'm having a fizzy beverage, I'm having a Coca-Cola, oh, Yes. and I just thought, yeah, this is a great time to do it, so I said to my parents, something interesting happened while I was uh-huh. in America, uh-huh. and I want to preface this with a question, did you have problems burping me as a child. Yes. And did right. I have problems passing wind? Before I could finish the sentence, they both went, oh my God, you were a nightmare. You-, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get to sleep because mm-hmm. we couldn't burp you. Yeah, You would just like cry after every single meal. Mm. We would pat you. We would swing you. Oh. you- we don't remember you burping. My grandmother was worried about me. They uh-huh. thought I had croup. They wow. they gave me medication. <gasps> so the doctors prescribed me with stuff because this wasn't just a phase. This was going on for so long. You knew
1: nothing about this. Nothing about that. Oh. I
0: remember hearing stories that it was difficult to get me to sleep. This is why I didn't sleep as a baby. Was because I had constant wind that was just trapped in my body yeah. that I couldn't get rid of. Yeah, and they just they were so worried for me. Never got it diagnosed. Eventually, it just became manageable because you just mm-hmm. grow up and your body adapts. You learn how to so hiccup. Yeah, I learn how to hiccup, exactly, <laughs> which I now can't do without a massive, like, complex, like, I know why I'm hiccuping, it's because I can't burp. Why did you ask that? That's a very specific thing to ask. Uh-huh. As I gave them the story of Aaron observed that I never burp, and have you noticed that I never burp? And they went, yeah, I guess growing up you didn't burp at all, did you? <laughs> I was like, I know you two burp, but I just never, I said, no, you never did. I said, well, Aaron can't let this lie. So he Googled me and then diagnosed me with this um, this syndrome. And they went, that's a thing. So they Googled it. And mm. they were like, oh, that's, it is a real thing. And like, is there a treatment? And I was like, yeah, but I, I don't think I need to get it. And they were like, that's unbelievable. And I said, don't feel bad. Like, they felt yeah. so guilty that yeah. they never got to the bottom of it and that Aww. I was in genuine pain as a as a baby and nobody could diagnose it and i said don't worry it was only
1: diagnosed three years yeah ago. It, like, like no literally people it. figured this out just within the last few years yeah this is newer than the pandemic <laughs> like, <this> is... <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: it was such a bizarre moment that i almost wish i'd saved for wow. when and if you guys come to visit it was such a a day of like realization that this mystery from when i was a baby like they had um What's the equivalent of the, the midwife but after you're born? Like With they a check nanny? on the house. You no, know, but they it was it might be something that the NHS just does and they do like house visits and oh. make sure the baby's nursing all right and the mum's settling in and whatnot and she had no answers she was like i haven't i haven't seen a baby like struggle this much to burp just Mm -hmm. wouldn't have like they're beating the heck out of my back and i'm just not burping just grizzling and
1: crying every time i ate how does that make you feel aaron Uh, listen (laughs) listen i okay so something you may know about me and we may have even talked about this but i am ultra curious I want all the information. I want to know all of the things. Like I the world around me is this beautiful mystery to be explored and discovered. And information is just like gold to me, right? Mm-hmm. So within now this is a big one. With within, you know, just hanging out with you for a while, I noticed you didn't burp. Like mm. and, and if you remember, the first thing I said to you was, Am I offending you when I burp? Because I noticed yes. you never did it in front of me. Right. And I yes. just assumed rude, you were Danae? holding it back like Denae does with all of her bodily functions in front of me. She will, she, she, I do
3: belch in front of you. You do. Sir. Yes. You, yes. I you have. mean, you like, do. and I love it because I used to never belch. So.
1: That is mm-hmm. true. That is true. But to this day, I would love to. I know that feeling. But <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> but to this to this day, I've never heard Danae fart. So, like you know, there is this.
3: There is this. I don't. I don't actually have that function. Oh, it's a maybe thing I that should diagnose has recently you as well. Been diag- yeah. It's
1: <laughs> yep. 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 You're, you have one of those things that's too. Never mind. Um, <laughs> So I wondered if it was like in England or in your family, or there was some cultural thing where it's like, no, belching's really gross. Like, don't do nope. that in my presence. And so I ask you, nope. and you're like, oh no, go yeah. ahead or whatever. And then you said yeah, something shortly so thereafter about, yeah, I just it's just not something I do. And so then I kind of pressed in on that because curious me wants the information, and of I'm course. just like, you know, you're like
3: what do you mean? What it's do you not mean by you it's not something do? you do?
1: <laughs> yes, let's my talk. Favorite you part do. of all of
3: that was Ian going, well, just I don't what is that, weird? (laughs) We're like, yes, it's weird. (laughs) Because when you guys are talking to me about it, I was like, no, you have to release gas somehow. Your body has to let it out somehow. Otherwise, it'd be a really big problem. Turns out, yeah, it was when you were little, but your body compensated when you were older. Oh my God, Ian, you've been suffering for so long.
0: (laughs) Extra hiccups. Like I'm genuinely going to cut beer and fizzy drinks out of my diet now that I know I have it because I had a beer last night. Um, and I enjoy a beer at the pub, like having it on draft is so tasty, mm-hmm. something England does really well. I had one beer, and I felt terrible, and I had hiccups, I felt gassy, and I just thought back, I actually feel like this every time I have a beer. Mm. Um, so I'm just, you have now affected my diet, Aaron, I probably will not be having fizzy drinks <laughs> ever again. Dr. It's why I like
3: iced tea Dicer. so much. I, it's like you, it's why you like what, so much?
0: Iced tea so much, because mm. it is uh, so mm. nice. Lemonade. Or version of lemonade. Lemonade, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: because it's just, it's so smooth.
3: Yeah. So it really
1: is just a result of this natural thing in me that wants to Mm. figure stuff out, that wants to see the world around me and and find a mystery. And so, yeah. So once I knew you literally never burped, it was just like, Mm. okay, Google, here we come. Are there other (laughs) people, like, is, first of all, is this possible? Is he lying to me? Second of all is, is, well, because I also, I spot check people on like facts that they throw out and like stories mm-hmm. that they we were even just talking about the 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 two the uh, peace, reverse peace sign. That's vulgar in England or whatever. And you said something oh, about that. the the arrow yes, fingers. the arrow thing, right? Yeah. So Which that is what up. I always assumed was yeah, right. The and so I looked that up, and it's you know there that story does go around, but it's you know it's no way provable. anyways there's no way to confirm. Right. Yeah. So I do that all the time. So go to Google, you know, and it's like oh my goodness, there's a whole like <laughs> thirty thousand people on a Reddit thread that are like this is me. It's called you know RCPD or CRPD or whatever.
0: If there's 30,000 people on a Reddit
1: thread, that probably means there's 10 times that amount that actually have it, have or 100 it times yeah. that amount that have yeah. it. Yeah, and they're all talking about getting their Botox, and I'm like, wait, what is this Botox Why? thing? And so. I laughed at that and thought it's absolutely ridiculous. I am, I'm, it is now something
0: like that's not such a bad idea. Like right. if it's a one off injection and it works. Mm hmm. But imagine being 32 and then suddenly being able to burp. I'm like, will my body just still not do it? Because it's just not
1: used to it. Oh, my oh God. No, it'll have be the most so like natural. Monumental the air will burps. push itself out. Like, it- I
0: cannot imagine it being natural.
1: Yeah. I
0: cannot. I can't picture it. Like I was not the exaggerating. first when-
3: burp. You have to be with your parents when you do yeah. it. Yeah. I feel
0: yeah. like it needs to be on BTS. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you have to go... To your parents and have a fizzy soda or something and then yeah then just and sit down big with them one. and be yeah. like okay and just the sit relief. there and wait and First hope two years and then burp and you're all gonna just burst into tears
0: <laughs> it's gonna be so my, beautiful my mom just like pats me on the back and then i just let out oh, i'm gonna cry oh that's so beautiful
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god <laughs> aaron is tearing up it's so okay great. this Aww. is happening just oh, trust man. me with the Botox injection. Yeah, it's today can do great. it.
1: Nope, nope, <laughs> today nope. Today can do it. Nope, nope, nope. I'm glad it was a mystery solved. And yeah, I, hope, I hope they don't feel too bad. Every parent does their best with the information they have. Literally, they had no information to be able to know what to do.
0: Undiagnosed. Um, yeah, absolutely. So,
1: yeah, I hope they don't feel bad. And um, to me, and, and, and you'll hear me say this in other avenues as well, information is always a good thing and for me like knowing is better than not knowing not everybody believes Mm -hmm. that um you know and that's fine i understand that ignorance can be bliss for some people but you know until you hit the thing that you don't know about right yeah
0: yeah and you don't have a solution it's it is great to not be diagnosed with cancer because then you don't have cancer until you wake up and you're dead. Right. Like, yes. that, that's the way I look at it. Like, right. if you have sure. the information, you can fight the thing that you're avoiding. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's easy to say when I'm stood here with the inability to burp and mm-hmm. not something more serious. Right. I genuinely could have used this information. Like, this would have been mm-hmm. helpful for me, especially like through my 20s when I consumed a lot of, didn't care, just consumed a lot of fizzy drinks mm-hmm. and beer and whatnot. And had I known, I would have had, like, I have had nights out ruined by hiccups that are cripplingly painful Mm. like they are so violent that they bruise my esophagus um and it would just be i'm going home i'm i'm fed up guys whatever this is i'm i'm done with it and just thought hey i'm just unlucky Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah there are friends i would tell this like if i reconnected with some friends from from uni they would be oh yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. that explains so much about what we saw during uni it's Aaron, it is insane <laughs> how something innocuous has now answered so many questions. Hey, it's, I'm glad. I'm
1: glad. Yeah, I'm it's glad crazy. We played a role. Yeah, that's it's fun. really bizarre.
3: Everybody needs a friend like Dicer, somebody to pause and say that but, word doesn't think that word doesn't word doesn't mean think? what I think that you think that it means, <laughs> yes. or that thing doesn't do what I think that you think that it does. Because <laughs> if if it's like me, it's like I'm like you. Well, you you kind of have this weird like little thing that you do it's <laughs> not really a like a, it's not a burp yeah. it's like a noise that burble uh, burbles uh-huh. up in your throat yeah. and so i just thought that was like what it was aaron's like hmm Hmm. Let's get the microscope out. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Because I am now, human. And we know it's for his own curiosity to, for some, mm. per, it's for some degree. It's kind of selfish. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But, totally. but you wouldn't do that with a stranger. Right. You would do that with people um. that are your friends.
1: <laughs> yes. He now... is looking into my soul. He's <laughs> like, mm, okay, fair, fair.
3: <laughs> if he was at church and there was a lady that was sitting on a church bench and she was talking, she was just fanning herself and she's like, yeah, I just don't burp he'd be like oh that's weird and he'd walk away and he'd google search it and he'd think about it and he'd learn something and, and be like i wonder if her. i should say something to that lady <laughs> mm-hmm. but with you he's like tell me more about yourself ian <laughs> like, oh, he's gonna yeah. get into it
0: i'm gonna need your parents phone numbers i need <laughs> to confirm a, a hypothesis what's your doctor's name <laughs> yeah man i mean i've had the same doctor since i was a kid i'm really tempted to phone him and just yeah. like hey that thing <laughs> we figured it out
3: <laughs> okay okay new idea you grab your mom and dad you go mm-hmm. to that doctor, that doctor gives you the Botox. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And you all experience like a little conclusive sort of like circle. It's the great medical circle of life.
0: Oh man, it would be. It's like that one unsolved case from from house. It's CRB. It's (laughs) It's crazy. If I'm ever in a position where we're introducing somebody new to Aaron that we are thinking will be in the friendship circle and will be there for a while, I just want to prepare them and just like, there might be something (laughs) you don't know about yourself that Aaron uncovers. Just (laughs) be ready for it and see if I can guess what it will be. <laughs>
3: yeah. 100 Let's do it. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. You,
0: he Aaron will find something out about you <laughs> that <laughs> will, will change the way you view the last
1: three decades of existence. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Wrong podcast, <inaudible> guys. Wrong podcast. Oh, shit. Wrong podcast. Let me get my ship
3: too. Hold on. Ready? Go. Shh.
0: These are the voyages.
1: The Borg are coming. The Borg are coming. Oh my
0: god, actually it is. There's a Borg fidget cube.
3: <laughs> I was thinking about getting uh my daughter a fidget cube.
0: I love because it. Because when man.
3: she when she sits and is kind of idle, she starts to chew on her fingers. So I thought maybe mm-hmm. it
0: I definitely I want to get a new one. I lost mine. Aww. It's dramatic as fuck. Check that out. It's so good. I guess I probably in the chat name the ship. This Sorry. this probably <laughs> would have
1: been the better board cube though. Yes, the black. board Heck black. Yes.
0: I mean, <laughs> of course, I actually have a board cube to hand <laughs> because, of course, I do. That's so cool. Have you listened? This one does all right like sound effects and stuff. Where's the button? Here it is. Self confirmation is
1: irrelevant. You must comply. Mmm. Wow. Very nice.
0: <laughs> yes it has all of the weapons and stuff from the best of both worlds
1: nice
3: uh
1: it don't connect says bts forgets it's not captain's pod ding um yeah that'll happen that'll happen interesting fact about the prometheus is that
0: <laughs> the 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 portions that hold up the nacelles there they are angled forwards instead of backwards mm-hmm, i and see this that was the Original, originally, how the Enterprise E was going to be um, done, but they thought it looked stupid, and they wanted to reuse the design for the Prometheus. Oh, also, nice. on the um, the Hei he, which is the ship that Riker commands at the end of Picard season one. Mm. It seems
1: a little bit, <laughs> it seems a little bit less aerodynamic that way. But it wouldn't it's, be. It, it's, it's space, Aaron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need to no. be aerodynamic. No aerodynamics in space. So why
0: are all the ships so aerodynamic then? We should start building our actual rockets when we have a Bother to build them on mass um, in space as well, because ninety percent of the fuel we need is
1: to, use to get to space. Earth. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely, It is so wasteful. Well, that's why they, they are literally the next plan for the Mars mission is to set up something on the moon, right, where they can launch from yeah, the that's moon. That's the
0: launching pad. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It has to be. Let's uh, let's do the actual show we came here to do. How about that? That sound fun oh, for everybody? Okay, all right, cool. Here we go. Captain's pod. St- wait, sorry. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait,
3: wait. Uh, uh. welcome to my, my I- phone is blowing up right now
0: <laughs> is it what on slack or twitter
3: on no my friend just adopted seven kittens
0: oh no oh wait, no you adopted seven usually you get seven and then put them up for adoption
3: she just sent me this text message a guy at the feed store, my phone's blowing up so i'm like this is abnormal it's like beep 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 mm-hmm. and i'm just getting message after message uh, and it's her sending all these pictures of cats, and I'm like, oh, "Wait, okay, everything's oh, fine." So but then sweet. I, of course, I had to end off the show. Um, a guy at the feed store was getting rid of seven-week-old kittens, and so Adam rescued all of them. That's amazing. Getting these
0: all of them. Adorable. What
3: are you gonna do with seven fucking cats? Well, they live out in the you know far away. They live out in the yeah. woods, so I oh, guess they're gonna be like right. hunting cats.
0: Oh, that's really cool.
3: Yeah, they're gonna get be rid like feral cats on land hunting mice and mm. hopefully eating ticks because wow
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: they will either be feral or dead it's one of those it's genuinely, not it's not bad in the it's
1: not bad to have a lot of cats around when you live out in the
3: no they have now a dog 10 or 12 uh, chickens and cats they're like officially a farm right like yeah. that's official
1: yeah they just need a pig also, get a pig and then you're all set get a pig okay that'll do donkey exactly
3: <laughs> she ends this this thread. I was like, "Oh, that's amazing!" And she says, "Come pet them." So when do I tell my friend that I'm allergic? Yeah, like, highly oh, allergic no. to
1: cats. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you no. just guaranteed I never come to your place. Uh, you just gave well. you seven reasons to never see you again. <laughs> yes. And I am at Aaron Dicer. So for Danae Hughes, Ian Whittington, um, something else, and myself, we will see you next week.
0: Oh, happy uh-huh. um, now who forgot uh, what we no, were doing. No. <laughs> uh, no. Shit. Happy day after my birthday. <laughs> no, no, no we no,
1: it's a week no. after your birthday. No. Oh happy <laughs> wait, wait,
0: wait,
1: wait. Happy uh Happy Friday
0: the
3: third
1: <laughs> Yes, well done. We we both nailed that. We won't be re recording that <laughs> oh, at my. all. Oh Jesus
3: <laughs> Balls have been dropped.
1: <laughs> That's amazing.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are really bad at your jobs. so true. It's
1: She's so true. I'm ready to
0: throw shade at you <laughs> as I fuck up my part. Yeah, yeah. Which I've never officially said I'm doing when Jonathan isn't go. here. I there just have Yeah, Eric,
3: you up prep doing us for that?
1: Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. That's true. It's all on me. All the balls dropped are on me. My balls are dropping all over the place.
3: Tom is right. I was going to mention this. The podcast is released on Thursdays, not on (laughs) Fridays. That is true. Oh, son of a... (laughs) Happy Thursday the (laughs) 2nd!